Christ when chased by fear and find a refuge. Believe in me, his voice I hear, his words and wounds secure. I run to Christ when torn by grief and find abundant peace. I too had tears, he gently speaks, thus joy and sorrow meet. I run to Christ when worn by life and find my soul refreshed. Come unto me, he calls through strife, fatigue gives way to rest. I run to Christ when vexed by hell and find a mighty arm. The devil flees, the scriptures tell, he roars but cannot harm. I run to Christ when stalked by sin and find a short escape. Deliver me, I cry to him, temptation yields to grace. I run to Christ when plagued by shame and find my one defense. I bore God's wrath, he pleads my case, my advocate and friend. I run to Christ in joy, in grief, and worship at his feet. Oh, the Albericos, what a great song. I run to Christ. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, and I'm Janice, your host, till 1 o'clock, bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. It's a happy Friday, and so today from 3 to 5, I'll join Dan, Dan Wolf on Riverside Drive, and we hope, we both hope, you'll join us as well. I got to be with Dan um, for Valentine's on uh, February 14th, and we did a little bit of a, um, a Facebook Live on the Faith Music Radio Facebook page, and you can go back and watch that. We got to share about our first date, and I want to encourage you to check that out. We had a lot of fun doing that, and Dan really did a great job wishing me a happy Valentine's Day. Well, I'm thinking about this thought of running to Christ, and 
What a powerful song. And we've got a number of songs about going to Jesus and running to Christ. But the thing about the Christian is we can go again and again and again. When we need shelter, we have a place to go. And it's to the arms of Jesus. So I'm going to have Cecily Hamilton and friends up next with the song. It's called Again from their album In the Mist. Don't forget. You'll get to hear from Miss Vicki today during 11 to 1 at 11.30 and also at 12.05, CW Today with Loretta Walker and at 12.30, Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. This is Faith Music Radio. You ask me why I'm smiling. You ask me why I'm free. Why it seems I have no worries and I live alone. This is Amy Sapp, and I love Faith Music Radio. Is there junk piling up around your house? Wish you could just get rid of it with a swipe of your hand? Well, waving your hands won't do it, but using your fingers to call 812-598-6300 can make that happen for you. Complete hauling will haul off that old couch, clear out your basement or your garage. They'll even clear the whole house out for you. Did someone move out of one of your rental properties and leave you with a bunch of junk that they don't want? Call Complete Hauling at 812-598-6300. 
888-888-8800 and get rid of all of your unwanted items very easily. Again, call 812-598-6300 today. Dication goes to C. Oh, see the goodness of God. That's the theme for this year's Faithful Ladies' Daycation on April 21st and 22nd. Join us in Evansville, Indiana at Faithway Baptist Church and enjoy a time to relax, renew, and rejoice with our speakers, Francie Taylor and Sharon Rabin, plus 10 teaching excursions and more. Go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register or call 800 600 7230. Faith Music Missions singers will be providing the music, and our famous Merry Marketplace will be available for shopping. This conference is brought to you by Faith Music Radio, where you hear 11 to 1 with Janice every weekday. Early bird registration runs through February 20th. Register at faithmusicradio.com. Something good is about to happen I just feel like something good is on its way He has promised that he'd open all of heaven And brother, it could happen any day When God's people humble themselves and call on Jesus And they look to heaven expecting as they pray I just feel like something good is about to happen And brother, this could be that very day I have learned in all that happens just to praise Him For I know He's working all things for my good Every tear I shed is worth all the investment For I know He'll see me through, He said He would has promised time or ear can hardly fathom all the things he has in store for those who pray i just feel like something good is about to happen and brother this could be that very day yes i've noticed all the bad news in the paper and it seems like things are bleaker every day but for this child of God it makes no difference Because it's bound to get better either way I've never been more thrilled about tomorrow Sunshine's always bursting through the skies of gray I just feel like something good is about to happen And brother this could be, sister this could be this could be that very day. I just feel like something good is about to happen. Sounds of Faith. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Francie Taylor of Keep the Heart. She'll join us yet 
later today at 1230 with the Keep the Heart podcast, but she's also joining us in April for the Faithful Ladies Daycation. And she put this out there. I want to share it with you. Since we know that we respond better when people choose their words carefully, why would we ever blast anyone? Is it possible that we're so immersed in unbiblical responses from the culture that we're picking up these infections and starting to sound and act like we did when we were unbelievers? You know, we, we, we have these thoughts, hmm, should I use pleasant words or should I just blast them with what I'm thinking? And Miss Francie says about this, wondered the person without a filter. Yes. Oh, pleasant words come from thoughts and thoughts come from the heart. And our words are indicators of what's going on inside our souls. Are we reading and applying the word or are we just running our eyeballs over the pages and checking off the done box? The way we speak to others answers the questions. This includes our our electronic words like that flaming text or that caustic comment, comment on a post. This includes all words. Proverbs 15, 26, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord and the words of the pure are pleasant words. And here's another one from um, Proverbs sixteen twenty four. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. And the pleasant words we give to others not only brings healing to their life, it brings healing to our lives. Pleasant words, using pleasant words, speaking in our thoughts, pleasant words about ourselves and about others. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb. It is sweet to the soul and its health to the bones. Boy, there's a lot packed in that scripture right there. But I love what Francie said. She says, is it possible? Think about this. Ask yourself this question. Is it possible that we are so immersed in unbiblical responses from the culture around us that we're picking up these infections and we're starting to sound and act like we did when we were unbiblical? believers. Oh, I love Francie. I love her practical biblical teaching, and I'm looking forward to hearing her teach this April 21st and 22nd at the Faithful Ladies Daycation. Um, She will be teaching uh, one of our keynote speakers along with Sharon Rabin, and you can register for the Faithful Ladies Daycation at faithmusicradio.com. Early bird registration will end this coming Monday. By the end of the day, Monday, early bird registration will end. But don't worry, easy breezy registration begins on Tuesday. What's early bird registration? Well, that's $5 off the easy the easy breezy registration price of $40. The theme this year is Vacation Goes to Sea, O.C., the goodness of God. It's all about the goodness of God. All of the music will be about the goodness of God. You hear songs like this next song by the Varese family, You Are Always Good. And we do have a God who is always 
only good. Come join us for the Faithful Ladies Vacation.
And again, that was the Varese family. Coming up in just a few minutes, you'll hear from Vicki Mutchler on a word of encouragement. She's been talking about love all of this month of February. If you missed any of a word of encouragement with Vicki Mutchler, you can catch her program along with all the other programs you hear during 11 to 1 on the um, 11 to 1 podcast. Um, you can find that at Apple, Google, Podbean, wherever there are podcasts. Your favorite way to listen to podcasts, search for 11 to 1, the word 11, the number 2, and the word 1 all together. And you don't have to miss any of these programs. You can catch them there. Maria Kaminsky will be joining us for the Faithful Ladies Vacation, and um, she sings a song um, on the album Glorious Love, her album. It's called Give Me Jesus, and this song is about falling in love with Jesus and uh, being in love with Jesus. And right after this, you'll hear from Miss Vicki, and that's her topic for today, Loving Jesus. You're listening to Faith Music Radio.
Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicky Mutchler. Lovest thou me? In John twenty-one seventeen, it says, "Do you love me?" Why did Jesus ask Peter three times? Maybe because Peter denied him three times. Why did he do it publicly? Maybe because Peter denied him publicly. Consider what Christ doesn't do. He doesn't try to make Peter feel guilty. He doesn't humiliate him publicly. He doesn't say, "Are you sorry for what you did?" He just asks one question: "Do you love me?" Once we have hurt someone we love, it's hard to look them in the face, and it's harder still to be questioned about our true commitment. How could you have done that? What were you thinking? Do you even love me at all? But the questions must be asked, and the answers must be given. We all need to come to the place where we can say with conviction. My trust is in the Lord alone. Sometimes we have to hit bottom and hit hard before we can say those words. No doubt, Peter loved Jesus more after his fall than before. No one loves like the one who has experienced God's grace firsthand. Let me ask you the question: Do you love me? God wants to know. Because if we love Him, it's much easier to love ourselves and to love those that we are around. Mrs. Vicky Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over thirty years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily Word of Encouragement. Visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. And you are listening to Eleven to One on Faith Music Radio. I was thinking about what Miss Vicky was talking about as she was sharing from John twenty-one about Peter and Jesus asking Peter, "Peter, do you love me?" And he asked him that three different times. Our pastor, Pastor Stephen Russ, preached a sermon on that last Sunday night. The title of the sermon is, How Do You Know That You Love God? How do you know that you love God? You can listen to that sermon. If you're wondering, do I love God? You can listen to that sermon at on YouTube at Faithway Baptist Church in Evansville. So Faithway, all, way, all one word, Baptist Church. And I encourage you to check that out. And uh, what a great sermon that was. Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet sing a song called When God Dips His Love in My Heart. Thank you again for joining us on Faith Music Radio.
When God dips his pen of love in my heart And writes my soul a message he wants me to know His Spirit all divine fills this sinful soul of mine When God dips his love in my heart Well I said I wouldn't tell it to a living soul How he brought salvation when he made me whole But I found I couldn't hide such love as Jesus did in part Cause it makes me laugh and it makes me cry Sets my sinful soul on fire When God dips his love in my heart He walked every step Up Calvary's rugged way To give his life completely And bring a better day My life was steeped in sin But in love he took me Hallelujah, his blood washed away every stain. Well, I said I wouldn't tell it to a living soul How it brought salvation when he made me whole But I found I couldn't hide such love as Jesus did impart Cause it makes me laugh and it makes me cry Sets my sinful soul on fire Hallelujah, when God dips his love in my heart Well, I said I wouldn't tell it to a living soul How he brought salvation when he made me whole But I found I couldn't hide such love as Jesus did impart Cause it makes me laugh and it makes me cry Sets my sinful soul on fire When God dips his love in my heart When God dips his love in my heart In my heart I'm Luke I'm Levi I'm Lane I'm Logan And we love Faith Music Radio And Faith Music Radio loves the Hicks Brothers Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet, it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals, and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue, right behind Barnes & Noble, or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. This programming is brought to you in part by Charlie's Electric. For all of your electrical needs, call Charlie's Electric at 812-867-1491. Whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, Charlie and his boys can do the job for you. That's Charlie's Electric at area code 812-867-1491. talk with you today, but the words are hard to find. There's a longing within my heart. I can't fully describe. 
Listening to 11 to 1, this is Faith Music Radio. Let's talk about the center of God's will. Let's talk about God's will. This is from a pastor's wife, Pam, Pam Murray. She um, and her husband serve in Hartsville, South Carolina. Pam says, when I was young, I searched for the will of God like it was a mystery or treasure hunt and needed to be revealed to me before it was too late to be fulfilled. Pam says, I wanted it so much, the perfect will of God for my life. But now, she says that I'm older, I've realized exactly what it is, and that it's the exact same for all of us. God's perfect will is no secret. His will for us is to be obedient daily, hourly, and momentarily. It is to daily offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. It is to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. It is to surrender all 
every day. It is to commune with the Holy Spirit and be obedient to His voice and bidding to His voice and bidding inside our hearts. It is to know our God so well we know His voice from any other. It isn't a mystery. We can't miss His will if we do these things. Don't miss His voice because you are searching for His will. Don't get ahead and plan your life like an itinerary for a road trip and then miss the first stop sign or turn because of searching for the destination at the end. God is way more interested in our daily obedience and trust in His leading one step at a time. Stop searching for His will and just step in His footsteps right in front of you on His path. Pam says that this was on her heart and not sure who besides herself needed it. But then she leaves us with this. Listen to the quiet voice. And I'd have to say that. Listen to the quiet voice. I've got two songs to go along with this thought from Pam here. Um, his own sing a song called Sometimes He Whispers. <laughs> Sometimes we're we're looking for this loud, this earthquake or this, um, this um, flash of lightning this bold statement from God when sometimes and often he's just whispering and we just need to hear his voice. So that song by his own and then Bruce and Sammy Fry, they sing a song called Trust and Obey. That's what it means to be in the will of God. It means to trust and obey him every hour of every day. Two songs for you. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. me to my knees when there are more questions than answers and all of the things that I can figure out have left me with more tears than laughter I don't know how God's gonna move but I know he knows what I need. Sometimes he's water to the thirsty. Sometimes he's fire all consuming. Sometimes his voice is louder than thunder. And believe that the same God who spoke all the stars in place is the same God who speaks peace to me. 
gonna move But I know He knows what I need Sometimes He's water To the thirsty Sometimes He's fire All-consuming Sometimes His voice Is louder than thunder That it never seems to find Looking for that something more Money just can't buy In my hand I hold the Bible In my heart I know the one Only He can satisfy He's the only one If we seek and pray And then trust and obey Then surely we will find that our faith will grow more than silver and gold In the darkness we will shine Now the road is sometimes rocky And the way is often hard Life can bring us laughter And sometimes broken hearts In every situation And each and every day Look to Jesus each step along our way If we seek and pray and then trust and obey Then surely we will find That our faith will grow more than silver and gold In the darkness we will shine In the darkness we will shine Oh, oh, oh. 
difficult for you and me It matters not the age that we may be When I stumble now and then And I must confess my sin Then I must remind myself again If we seek and pray And then trust and obey Then surely we will find silver and gold in the darkness we will shine if we seek and pray and then trust and obey then surely we will find that our faith will grow more than silver and gold in the darkness we will in the darkness we will shine Let your light in the darkness shine Seek and pray, trust and obey. That is the way to find the will of God. And let your light shine for Jesus Christ. Coming up during the noon hour of 11 to 1, you'll get to hear from Loretta Walker on CW Today. And she'll be talking about positives from reflection. And that's CW Today at 12.05. On Fridays, we get to replay for you the Keep the Heart podcast with Francie Taylor. And Keep the Heart, it it drops um, on Google, Spotify, Podbean, Podbean. Apple, wherever their podcast, it drops on um, by Tuesday morning, late late uh, Monday night, but it's there by Tuesday morning. This week, Miss Francie um, uh, talked about a very important topic, and it's called the anatomy of an of inappropriate relationships. Inappropriate relationships are common, but common does not equal normal. We all know someone who's been caught up in an inappropriate relationship, and maybe we ourselves have. The Bible devotes an entire chapter of Proverbs to paint a picture of what this is and how it happens. At the root of any inappropriate relationship, though, is a selfish desire to have our own way. And this is so um, so here's an Old Testament statement. Every way of man is right in his own eyes. Oh, we, you know, you've heard the song, How Can It Be Wrong When It Feels So Right? Mm, not biblical there. Every way of man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord, the Lord pondereth the heart. Proverbs 21 2. So, Proverbs chapter 7 is both cautionary and instructional. Francie says, You may want to sit down with your Bible open for this episode. Coming up at 1230 today, God has provided, Francie says, us with a vivid example of how things can quickly slide from a seemingly innocent stroll through the field of temptation with with an I-can-handle-it attitude to a life that's been destroyed. And so that's coming up. And I've got two songs to take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1. The first one is The Heart of the Problem. (laughs) It's a problem of the heart. And then the Albaricos will finish off with Guard Your Heart. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. 
We tend to make excuses We tend to pass the blame We fail to see our failures As more than just mistakes We can see the wrong in others Overlooking the evil within So Lord help us to confront our hearts To confess and forsake our sin For the heart of the problem Is the problem of the heart Filled with pride we try to hide Every sinful part But confession and repentance Would be a healthy start To fix the heart of the problem The problem of the heart The heart is so deceitful So desperately wicked within And just the time I think I'm fine I've deceived myself again So create in me a clean heart One that's faithful, pure and true Then search my heart and try me Help me, Lord, to follow you For the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart Filled with pride we try to hide Every sinful part But confession and repentance Would be a healthy start To fix the heart of the problem The problem of the heart For the problem is the problem of the heart. Filled with pride we try to hide every sinful part. But confession and repentance would be a healthy start to fix the heart of the problem. Look straight before you, 
Never turning left or right, looking only unto Jesus. He's your goal, your pure delight. Guard your heart, guard your heart of your path. Be ever careful of the road, be ever prayerful. Never turning evil's way. Guard your heart, guard your heart. May your mind be ever ready, ever sober, ever steady. Be victorious, come what may. May your lips be a reflection of the change God wrought within. Never lying, never boasting, speaking lightly of your sin. Guard your heart, guard your heart. Choose God's word, choose meditation, daily prayer and dedication, making strong the soldier's soul. Guard your heart, guard your heart. May your goals be ever simple, never selfish, never sinful, choosing Christ, your highest goal. Guard your heart, guard your heart, guard your heart. Welcome to CW Today, a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships. Hosted by veteran ladies conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. What are the positives that come from reflection? You know, Taking time each day to sit and reflect. Uh, reflect means to give serious thought or consideration to something. What's the positive things that come out of reflection? Well, it, fo- it takes your allows your uh, reflection allows your focus to go on God's goodness and strengthens your faith. There's a whole chapter in the Bible that is. Uh, it centers on reflection, and that is Psalm 145. Uh, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. He's reflecting on how good God has been. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and she shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. See, not only do you reflect and think about it, but the psalmist says here, talk about it. Mrs. Evans was really good about this. When something happened good, she just kept doing, she kept talking about it over and over again. 
And then verse 6, And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness, and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. You know why the saints shall bless thee? Because they look back and see the works that God has done. To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, and raises up all those that be bowed down. That is such a a comforting verse right there, because it says, The Lord upholdeth all that fall. Do you ever feel like you might uh, not make it? Well, when we reflect and think on God, we realize that he... Is going to take care of everybody. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. He said, when you keep your eyes on God, he takes care of you. Thou openest thine hand and satisfied the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. Isn't that sweet? The Lord is nigh. He comes near to you. He, he, you don't even have to walk to him. He comes to you. To all that call upon him in truth, he will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. This is the last verse and the best. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Boy, David knew it. When he wrote this psalm, he said, I'm going to reflect. I'm going to sit and think about it. Now, I'm asking you, ladies, just take five minutes. Just take five minutes to sit and reflect over some good things that's happened to you in the last 24 hours. Reflect on how God has taken care of you. You know, reflect on uh, what his provisions. Uh, reflect on something sweet that somebody might have said something to you. We we really need to reflect. We need to take serious thought and consider all the good things that God is and all the good things that he does. And if you'll do that, I promise you, not only will your mind be full of the praises of God, but I believe it'll help your heart and I believe it'll help your health. It's it's just a positive thing that comes from reflection. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Loretta hit the nail on the head today. You know, several times in Psalm 107, there is a prayer, a cry. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. That's our focus for the Faithful Ladies Staycation, April 21st and 22nd. And you have um, until end of day Monday to get the early bird registration prize. You can register at faithmusicradio.com. Vacation goes to sea in that same chapter of Psalm 107. Here's our key verses. 
They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. We will be reflecting on the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. We will be reflecting on the goodness of God for the faithful ladies' vacation, and we hope and pray that you'll join us as well. Still to come today, keep the heart with Francie Taylor. At 1230, the anatomy of an inappropriate relationship. Um, You don't want to miss this one. You might want to bring your Bible with you. And um, Francie will be going through Proverbs chapter 7 and talk about the anatomy of an inappropriate relationship and what that looks like. Paul Chapman will start off the music for the noon hour of 11 to 1 with the song, I'll Never Forsake You. That's our promise from our great and very good God. Thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. Oh soul, are you weary from wave upon wave of grief and affliction whom no man can save? Has sickness surrounded or unending night? Uncertainty stolen your joy and your mind. O doubting or fearful, remember his care. The helpless and hopeless need never despair. For from your afflictions his glory shall spring. The deeper your sorrow, the louder you'll sing. Remember your Father, His promise, His love. I'll never forsake you, this pain will not break you, for I will remake you. For unending joy My promise is faithful Though now it is painful No power can trample My covenant love Remember Savior, his grief and his pain, the lonely affliction, unmerited shame. Though you had betrayed him, he died in your place. The joy set before him, he offers by grace. Remember your father. His promise, His love I'll never forsake you This pain will not break you For I will remake you For unending joy My promise is faithful Though now it is painful No power can trample My covenant love
never forsake you. This pain will not break you, for I will remake you for unending joy. My promise is faithful, though now it is painful. No power can trample my covenant love. Remember your Father, His promise, His Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue, right behind Barnes & Noble, or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. This is Melanie Smith of the Smith Family, and you're listening to Faith Broadcasting International. Spirit. 
is best Though at times you can't see through the strife You can trust Him completely For He cares for you Then in heaven you'll have endless life sweet peace from the Savior Peace, sweet peace in my soul I have peace when I give myself fully to Him when I yield to the Spirit's control. I have peace when I give myself fully to Him when I yield to the Spirit's control. to that. What a great song. Byron Fox singing that from the album, I Give You Freedom by the Friends Singing the Gospel. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I have a thought for you here from Pastor Dan Barnes. He pastors the Eastgate Baptist Church in Cincinnati. A number of his ladies have already signed up for the Faithful Ladies Staycation. They are passionate about to getting $5 off their registration. Um, and so you can do that as well. If you register by the end of day Monday, you can get $5 off the registration price. It's early bird registration time and it ends Monday. You can register at faithmusicradio.com. Here's what Brother Barnes says about peace. God offers peace that you cannot understand. He offers love that is never-ending. He offers forgiveness that is complete, restoration, self-control, gentleness, and understanding. God always gives more than you can ever give. And God is love, He's hope, and He's the provider of everlasting life. But on the other hand, evil is the author of confusion. Evil produces anger and hatred. Evil has no remorse, no forgiveness, and offers no satisfaction. Evil will always take and never get back. Evil will ruin your life and will destroy any sense of hope. This is so very true, is it not? Sarah and Leah Knopf sing a song called The Living Hope. Oh, praise his name. Um, we don't have to, to live in this dark, evil world without hope. Because hallelujah, this song says, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. And you can have that kind of hope as well. Here's that song for you. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Could not climb 
Inspiration. I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness soared through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken, I am forgiven. The King of kings calls Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your buried body began to the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Then came the morning that sealed the promise, your buried body
Coming up in just a moment, you'll hear from Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart, the Anatomy of an Inappropriate Relationship. We've got one more song of praise. It's by Jonathan and Tiffany Epley. Wherever I am, I'll praise him. I've been a long time walking this way, step after step, day by day. I found the secret to making it through. Listen and I'll tell it to you wherever I am. I'll praise Him whenever I can I'll praise Him for His love surrounds me like a sea I'll praise the name of Jesus Lift up the name of Jesus For the name of Jesus lifted me I'm gonna keep on lifting my voice Since the Lord found me and made me His choice I'm gonna keep on praising His name Day after day He's the same wherever I am I'll praise Him whenever I can I'll praise Him for His love surrounds me like a sea I'll praise the name of Jesus Lift up the name of Jesus For the name of Jesus lifted me Wherever I am I'll praise Him whenever I can I'll praise Him for His love surrounds me like a sea I'll praise the name of Jesus, lift up the name of Jesus, for the name of Jesus lifted me. I'll praise the name of Jesus, lift up the name of Jesus, for the name of Jesus lifted me, lifted me, lifted me. to go to a hard chapter in scripture today to look at the anatomy of an inappropriate relationship because these things happen and when I talk about this I want you to understand I'm not talking about a physical assault where someone is taking advantage of someone and hurting them I'm talking about two willing people going into a relationship that is forbidden by God there is such a thing and when that happens There's a lot of things that go wrong as a result of such a choice. Welcome to Keep the Heart Podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker known for sharing biblical insights that are practical and inspiring. Now back to today's valuable study. The anatomy of an inappropriate physical relationship is clearly outlined in Proverbs chapter 7. The word anatomy has more than one meaning, but in this case we're talking about the study or structure or or the internal workings of something. We're looking at the internal workings of inappropriate physical relationships, whether it's fornication or adultery, whatever the relationship is that's outside of the bounds of where God meant for a physical relationship to be, which is in the bounds of marriage. Proverbs chapter 7 is a complete study, and it's actually a very hard and sad chapter, but it's a necessary study. It's one that we don't want to skip over. You need to have your Bibles open to Proverbs chapter 7 to go along in this study because you'll see all of these pieces together. It'll probably be easier for you if you follow along. 
This is probably not one of those episodes that's good to do on a walk. <laughs> it's probably better at a table with your Bible open. And actually, that was a nervous laugh because this is not a funny episode. This is actually a very hard episode. The Bible describes someone called a strange woman, and it's described in Proverbs 7, 5. It actually starts, the whole chapter opens with telling us that we need to keep God's words and lay up his commandments and keep his commandments and keep his law as the apple or the pupil of our eye, and that we're to bind it upon our fingers, write them upon the table of our heart. That's how the chapter opens. It's saying, hey, guard the scripture with your life. Know it, live it, and memorize it. Then it goes on and says, embrace wisdom. Call wisdom your sister, your kinswoman. We see in verse 5 that it says that they may keep thee. Wisdom is the they. That these, these things that we're binding upon our fingers and writing on the table of our heart, these scripture verses, will keep us from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. Now verse 21 mentions flattery again. But flattery is a power tool we should not take lightly, and it's one we should never be employing on other people to gain something for ourselves. So verses 6 through 9 basically go on and show how the person seemed to be walking the street near her house, it says in verse 8. In other words, he seemed to be aware that he was entering a zone where he was putting himself in the path of temptation. I don't know if you've ever heard this saying before, but there's a saying, a quote that says, when fleeing temptation, don't leave a forwarding address. This person in this chapter was giving temptation an open door. And so then he got what he wanted because verse 10 says, and behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot and subtle of heart. She had a uniform that identified her as a harlot. We have so many debates that go on today about clothing, and we have so many arguments that come up about clothing, and people are pretty defensive about the issue of what they wear, really defensive. Could I just urge and give you a gentle plea here? Would you please consider what your clothing says? Not only what it says to other people, but what it says about you. Because clothing does identify us, and don't tell me it doesn't. You can't say that a police uniform doesn't tell you that's a police officer. Uniforms identify us. Our clothing says things about what we do and who we are. I really think there are so many times in life where we need to pull back and examine our thoughts about things and lay down the defensiveness and just go to the Word. Now then it goes on in verse 11 and says, She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. The beginning marks of this strange woman in this passage show her as a person who really just calls her own shots, makes up her own rules, and is very classic Old Testament after the fall of man. And every person did what was right in their own eyes, and it didn't matter if they were male or female. And actually, I'd like you to look at this chapter through the lens of not just the woman, but also men, because we all know that there are men and women involved in inappropriate relationships, not just the woman. The word picture here, the scripture picture here is of the woman, but it doesn't leave out the man, and a man is not exempt. Now, when we look at verse 12, we see now she is without, now in the streets, and lieth in wait at every corner. And this is what we're seeing today in our culture. The strange woman or exposure to people who are trying to manipulate, entice, and tempt in a wrong way 
are at every corner. <laughs> One human being can't be at every corner, but several human beings can. And so this just means we are really radically overexposed these days to people who don't have good intentions. And now we get into the anatomy of this inappropriate relationship. Verse 13, so she caught him and kissed him and with an impudent face said unto him. Now we have to stop there before we hear what she said because we need to notice here that physical boundaries were crossed. And when we talk about the anatomy of an inappropriate relationship, we have to understand that part of what goes wrong is people cross boundaries. We all have a human desire for contact. In and of itself, it's God-given, but it needs to be in bounds. Well, Francie, what about an innocent little side hug? Oh, I agree. My goodness, we love the brethren, but a full-on body I'm pressing into you hug, that's for married people. And we need to understand that if we cross physical boundaries, we are going to run into problems because there will be a physical response. Let's just not be dense about this. Let's not pretend we don't understand these things. Then we get to verse 14, which says, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows. You know what that is? A thinly veiled attempt to sound spiritual. When someone's going to set you up to do something wrong, they're going to try to make it sound okay. It's fine for us to do this after all. We're both, we're both Christians. We've paid our vows. We, we've been to church. We pay our tithes. We do what we're supposed to do at other times. That attempt to take a coating of paint and make it look better than it is, that's just putting paint over rust because underneath it's corrosion. Be careful when someone's trying to put spiritual paint on sin. At verse 15, we hear, Therefore I came forth to meet thee diligently, to seek thy face, and I have found thee. This represents the behavior of a hunter, and this is what's going on in our day too. People are actually on the prowl for someone that they can trap for their own purposes. And we've got to be really careful that we don't fall into the snare what can make us vulnerable? Loneliness, a lack of attention, too many compliments. Remember we talked about flattery? It's going to come up again. There's a lot of things that can put us in a head space that's not good, not healthy. And if you're in a marriage where there's not the proper love for each other, like Christ loved the church, you could be very vulnerable. So don't fall for this. I've been looking for you all my life. You are the one that's missing. Be so careful. Verse 16 says, I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. You know what those are? Traps. And then 17 and 18 are tied together where it talks about the perfumed bed. And come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. There's a verbal lure. Who doesn't want to be loved? Do you see what a snare this is? And do you see that it's right here in Scripture? So we can't say, no one ever warned me. Proverbs chapter 7 has been in the Bible since the Bible. So the only reason we wouldn't know is if we just didn't read it or if we read it and ignored it. This is clearly a verbal lure. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. So let's do in the dark what we won't do in the day, as sin likes to do. 
Men love darkness because their deeds are evil. But then let us solace ourselves with loves. There's no solace. There's no comfort in this. Anything that is ill-begotten is not going to make you comfortable. It's going to rob you of peace, and it's going to make you tormented. You'll live in constant fear of getting caught, and then one day when it all blows up all over you, you'll wish you had never walked into this trap. Then we see in verses 19 and 20, For the good man is not at home. He has gone a long journey. That's a sign of a relationship that's in neglect. If you're in a relationship where you're apart more than you're together, sit down and talk about that. See what you can do to improve the time that you get to spend together. But I'm talking about the everyday life, people working long days and then going to the gym instead of coming home or hanging out with friends instead of being with your spouse or adding so many things to your calendar that you're constantly in your car going somewhere rather than ever in your home. You didn't marry someone so that you could be ships that pass in the night, did you? The human soul desires that human depth of contact and really an intimate knowing of each other. God meant for the marriage to be much deeper than a casual relationship. And so if we're going to be in a marriage relationship, we don't want to neglect it. Verse 20 says, He hath taken a bag of money with him. He will come home at the day appointed. Once again, we see neglect and way too much time alone. And when people are alone, they get lonely. Lonely equals vulnerable if we're not taking that loneliness to the Lord. Now, I've battled loneliness before, so I know what that beast feels like, and I know what kind of muscles it has. But I also know that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. So I know that that beast has to go down if I will take my prayer request to God and say, Lord, this loneliness is suffocating me. He is so quick to sweep in and take care of his own. But if you try to take a human and put them in the place of God, you're going to get an epic fail. Too much time alone can't be fixed by just plugging any human into the spot. And that's what the people in this story in Proverbs 7 were trying to do. They were trying to fix their problems their way, which was not God's way. Now we're at verse 21, a dangerous verse, which says, With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. Once again, we see the power of flattery. With the flattering of her lips, she was able to break the man down. A man can break a woman down the same way. All he has to do is tell her she's beautiful. She's so desirable. He wants her, only her. Oh, you meet my needs. Oh, you're the person that I've always wanted. And on and on and on. All of that is flattery. And out of bounds of the relationship of marriage, anyone who is trying to talk to you like that is really just trying to gain something from you. They're trying to gain access to that sacred part of you that is meant only for the relationship of marriage. Treat people like that as what they are, suspects, and give them a really wide berth. That means lots of space between you and them because you're going to get hurt if you let them in your inner circle. That's exactly what happened in verse 22. He goeth after her straightway, as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. And then verse 23 says, Till a dart strike through his liver, as a bird hasteth to the snare, and knoweth not that it is for his life. 
Are you hurtling towards a trap that's going to destroy you? I can tell you this. You won't recognize the trap until it puts its teeth around you, and then you'll know you're in it. Do not, do not fall for flattery. Anytime someone's saying something to you to try to get something from you, run! Flee for your very life. Don't run towards the trap. Run away from it. Otherwise, that dart is going to strike through your liver. You're going to be in the snare, and you're not going to realize it, but all of a sudden, it has destroyed your life. This is such a pivotal chapter. If you've never studied Proverbs 7 in slow motion, it's painful, but it's worth going through. You want to know what the anatomy of an inappropriate relationship looks like, and then you're going to want to ask God to help to keep you from going into this relationship. Your prayer can be like verse 25. Verse 25 says, Let not thine heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. Women, let not your heart decline to his ways. Men, let not your heart decline to her ways. All of us need to be very careful here. This can actually be a verse that becomes a prayer. O Lord God, protect me. Let not mine heart decline to ways that will drag me down to destruction. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. Visit the shop at keeptheheart.com for Bible studies, books, and more, along with Francie's conference event calendar. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening. Great episode of Keep the Heart. We've got a great song for you here, Cecily Hamilton and Friends, Higher Ground. You're listening to 11 to 1, and this is Faith Music Radio. To scale the utmost height and catch a gleam of glory bright, but still I'll pray till I'm not found. Lord, lead me on to higher ground. Lord, lift me up, let me stand. My faith on heaven.
on higher ground. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. This portion of programming brought to you by Wealth Trends Advisors, Intergenerational Wealth Management, and Executive Benefits. For more information, call 812-473-9890. Radio is no longer confined to your car. When you walk in your house, just say, Alexa, play Faith Music Radio and fill your house with beautiful gospel music. Faith Music Radio. Tune in and it will get you tuned up. Abraham believed the holy promise. Noah had the faith to build an ark. Elijah called the fire down from heaven. Daniel trusted God with all his heart. Moses led God's children out of Egypt, following the one who knows the way. Peter had the courage to start walking, and just like them, I'm stepping out in faith. I'm stepping out in faith. I'm walking on the water, trusting in the Father, Knowing He'll be with me all the way I'm stepping out in faith The winds will blow against me I will claim the victory Resting in His all-sufficient grace I'm stepping out, stepping out in faith Oh, I don't have to fear what comes tomorrow Or know exactly what the future holds for the God of all creation goes before me And I can rest assured He's in control So I'll just keep on walking on this journey Following the one who knows the way And though sometimes my faith may start to waver I'll take the leap, I'm stepping out in faith I'm stepping out in faith I'm walking on the water Trusting in the Father Knowing He'll be with me all the way I'm stepping out in faith The winds will blow against me I will claim the victory Resting in His all-sufficient grace I'm stepping out, stepping out in faith I'm stepping out in faith I'm walking on the water Trusting in the Father Knowing He'll be with me all the way I'm stepping out in faith The winds will blow against me I will claim the victory Resting in His all-sufficient grace I'm stepping out, stepping out in faith Walking on the water, trusting in the Father, the winds will blow against me. I will claim the victory. I'm walking on the water, trusting in the Father, knowing He'll be with me all the way. I'm stepping out, stepping out in faith. 
Uh, your praise trio with that song. I want to share something with you because Sunday's coming. It's Friday and Sunday's coming. And this is from a pastor's wife from Elyria, Ohio, Suzanne White. And Suzanne says she remembers trying to learn to play the piano in her mid to late 20s, thinking how difficult it was. Also, having five little ones around. <laughs> I can relate to that. She says she remembers her husband and some friends lifting an old upright piano they had gotten for $50 in their tiny house so she could practice. It didn't sound like much, but Suzanne says it was beautiful to her. She remembers learning the hymns. She wasn't trying to be a classical pianist. She wanted to be ready to play the congregationals by Sunday morning. Things were coming along nicely until she plateaued at learning songs in two flats. I can relate to that. <laughs> she says she remembers being frustrated to tears because she just couldn't get it. Then she remembered a scripture. God was enabling men the wisdom and ability to build the temple. There were many different skills required. So Suzanne bowed her head while sitting on that old piano bench and asked the Lord to help her just like he helped his people of old to do the work of the Lord. And at that moment, she recalled her pastor saying, when you don't know what to do, then do what you know to do. So what did she do? She reviewed all the songs that she could play, starting in C major, moving to F major, and finally B flat major, where she had been stuck. Amazingly, it clicked in her brain. And later, she discovered that teachers called that plateauing. They recommend previously reviewing previously learned pieces to get their students over the hump or slump. And many give up at that point because they think they just can't do it. I wonder how far the children of Israel would have gotten if they hadn't relied on the Lord to get the task done. Would the Ark of the Covenant have been built so many acts of faith took a total reliance on the abilities of God could do through on the abilities of what God could do through us. He just needs some willing vessels to channel through. What is God asking you to step out in faith to do? It's something you don't feel adequately fit to do. Good. Now God can equip you. Isn't that good? And for your service for the Lord, God will give you what you need for what he's called you to do. Stephen Ray Nichols sing a song called God Uses Common Men. It's just about those men that built the temple that God used to build the temple. And God still uses common everyday men and women to serve in his church. It just takes some availability. Be willing to let your light shine for the Lord Jesus Christ each and every day, but especially on Sunday at your church. Let your light shine for Jesus Christ and let it shine bright. Thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. Speak unto Moses, I have found me a man. I filled his heart with skill, a man named Bezalel. He's gonna build an altar for me, the Ark of the Covenant and mercy seat. It's not for you or Aaron to do. This time I'm using. 
an old bezalel. And God uses common men to do uncommon things. Working men, building men, not just the preacher man or the wealthy man. God has a special plan for every single willing man. God uses common men to do the uncommon things. So don't stand there on the sidelines holding back from the Lord. Those talents that you have are gifts from heaven above. Don't miss the joy of serving the Lord, of being a vessel in the potter's hand. It's time for you the Lord's work to do. He wants to use you like Bezalel. God uses common men to do uncommon things. Working men, building men, not just the preacher man or the wealthy man. God has a special plan for every single will. Carpenters and painters, architects and truckers, servants of every kind. He'll take the wounded and the broken, the outcast and the helpless. He'll save them and he'll use their lives. Yes, God uses common men to do uncommon things, working men, building men. Not just the preacher man or the wealthy man. God has a special plan for every single willing man. God uses common men to do the uncommon a special plan for every single willing man. God, God uses common men to do the uncommon thing.